Hi, I'm Sabine from Tao Wisdom, your podcast for self-care and healing. I'm sharing with you insights from different healing modalities that help you to stay physically, mentally, and spiritually healthy so that you can thrive and live your fullest potential. Now, let's sit back and enjoy the show. Hello, today I like to discover with you the topic hope. And I had actually recorded this for you um, when we were on holidays, sitting next to a beautiful lake and being inspired by the water. But I was just editing this episode and there was just so much background noise <laughs> and I couldn't quite fill it out. So I decided I'm just going to re-record this for you because I feel it's an important topic and I felt it's it's important that it's also in good quality so you can actually listen to this properly and I'm sitting out here by the stars so the stars are going to inspire me tonight and it's also beautiful so hope and I chose this topic because I feel that I just know everyone that I know has gone through some real difficult moments, some real hardship, in especially in the last one and a half years. Let it be either uh, they have lost someone they loved, um, that they maybe lost a job or income, or that their life is, all of our lives has changed dramatically. Um, but um, also that they um, uh, maybe were in a relationship that split up or had parted from friends, etc. Just I feel there is a lot of a lot of grief that we are going through, continue to go through, and um, I think it's it's beautiful to look at how do we go from this back into hope. And to reflect a little bit on that. And um, I wanted to start with looking a little bit at the bigger picture of um, the bigger picture of things that are happening right now, because I um, I feel a lot of people really they wish or they hope for that. We kind of just eventually gonna go back to the life we had. And I feel though, and the impression I got from a lot of other people that work with energy is that um, we are not really going back to the life we had. We are going into a future where there's a lot of changes. And that this time, the last one and a half years, was really a phase for us where, um, a testing phase for us, where we had to really, really figure out what is important in our life, what works, what doesn't work, how do we process our emotions, how, who are we, what do we want, and that it more or less prepared us for uh, a lot of changes to come still. And in, um, 
on a bigger picture. So energy, we are always influenced by the cosmic energy around us. And the cosmic energy is constantly changing and we are taking in this cosmic energy and are in a constant exchange actually with our own energetic body with the earth energy from the earth as well as that one of the cosmic and um, for instance every month the cosmic energy is different and it's really interesting to if you are curious about this to start following there's a lot of people that um, sort of talk about the different energetic changes in the months and there's some of them are astrologers some other people are more into energy work and energy healing they kind of perceive the energy that's coming in into the month some people are just really connected uh, from their soul to the universe so and I follow a couple of people and what I find so fascinating is that they all look from their own lens from their own gifts at how the cosmic energy is evolving and changing but they all predict pretty much the same you know just uh, for that month and I find it incredibly supportive to know is that energy this month an energy that's playful an energy that where I can really just explore and enjoy or is that a heavy energy where I can expect there's going to be things happening there's going to be a growth and learning maybe coming so that I can know how can I move along with that energy and so the energy just doesn't move in cycles in a month it also moves in cycles through years and the last big cycle that we've closed was from 2012 to 2020 so the topics and I really invite you now look at what were the topics we were busy with in 2012 and what are the topics you are busy with in your life that showed up in 2020? Because that energy came to a closing in 2020. So for me, for instance, in 2012, I was really at the crossroad at my um, professional career where I really felt I, I really lacked meaning in my office job in the corporate world. And I changed jobs that year, but I really started a much more profound exploration of um, what I want to do professionally and it culminated really came to a closing I feel in 2020 where I just um, did much more work for my own business Tao Wisdom started to share a lot of things a lot of things I'm learning I'm super happy with my acupuncture master with my education that's um, where I'm hopefully graduating soon so it kind of really came to a close where I'm all of a sudden in a place that I really do what I love and that I really express who I am so um, that was one area for me that came to a closing similarly in uh, 2012 I got married and so all this time pretty much until 2020 there was a certain energy in my relationship and in 2020 I worked a lot on my relationship to my husband and much more on the expectations I had towards marriage, towards family and um, I changed a lot of that. I, Yeah, I changed a lot of my thinking and hence the relationship, the energy in our relationship changed and to the better in a great way and I'm really grateful we are still together <laughs> so but the energy of our relationship has changed 
And similarly, in uh, 2012, I got pregnant and for my first child. And so I um, underwent until 2020 really a period of having my children, taking care of small children, being very busy with that until now, where I really feel I much more go focus on um, myself again and things I want to do professionally. And also I changed my perception of my children. I worked on that a lot in 2020 and um, yeah, and my and how I've been brought up and the um, fundamental beliefs I carried over from my own upbringing, etc. So that kind of came for me to a closing and I really invite you what came for you to a closing in 2020 or where do you feel things in your life that maybe have started in 2012 really work still or don't work anymore and then onwards now starting in uh, beginning of 2021 we started a new energetic period and it's kind of it's unclear how long this energetic period lasts but um, from what I've been like reading and lists or hearing from other people it's maybe in the realms of 10 years more something like that but it's an energetic period from all that I'm perceiving and other people are perceiving that comes with a lot, a lot of change. And um, when you have changes, it's always, you know, a period comes to an end. And we will go automatically because of that through grief, because something is ending. And then the question now is, that's why I would like to discover this topic, hope. How are we getting back into hope? How are you finding again the trust in the future, the trust in the universe, the trust in ourselves? And fundamentally knowing that um, everything is going to be okay. <laughs> that the future is bright. You know, how do we get back? How do we get that? This and uh, yes <laughs> so let's start talking about that and um, one thing that uh, one realization that helps me greatly in finding again the trust in the future and in uh, in me being supported is this knowing that we are all connected we are all so connected with each other and I just think like over the last thousands of years, we this um, idea has been really driven that we are separate, you know, that we are separated by uh, religion, by race, by class, by belief systems, by politics. And lately it's been by... Um, our opinion how the coronavirus crisis should have been handled, how the vaccine should be handled, etc. The thing though is that we are not separate. We are not. You know, every single one of us is a tremendous, magnificent being, a soul, is a soul being every single one of us, no matter what they believe in, no matter even what they do in this world, has light that shines inside of them and is connected to everything around them. 
and therefore the real strength you know is in unity is in finding the strength inside and then building something together and supporting each other together and yes we have different opinions yes <laughs> sometimes can be very frustrating but you know it's just it's just opinions it's just preferences we have for life it doesn't define us as a person and it doesn't have to make us separate at all so that kind of like you know sometimes when i lose my uh hope in humanity <laughs> I kind of realize, no, you know what, the other, the others are not that different from me. Fundamentally, we all want the same. You know, we all want um, to know who we are, to realize ourselves, to feel love, you know, to give love, to um, have feel protected, feel safe, all these things, you know, to explore. We fundamentally, we all want the same. We just maybe have different opinions. Are we going to get this? Or how are we going to do this? So for me, that um, that knowing, that feeling that we are one has really, um, yeah, has helped me a lot. And I got this feeling by being a lot in nature that has really, and when I feel really down or when I felt really down, it's always helped me to go out into nature and just look at, and for me, water is super, super calming nurturing for me so I try to find water maybe even go swimming and then um, and find the beauty in the small things in nature and then just see how everything is so so one and so yeah part of everything around that has always helped me <laughs> and um, another thing that has really helped me is to especially you know I recently went through a phase where I, my father it was um, went through a stroke and then had a mini stroke I had an operation had another stroke straight after the operation and um, it was really unclear what um, if they can save him what his condition would be when he wakes up and um, there was just so much um, into the open into the air and I was very far away I was in the US and my father's in Germany and I um, I could only wait you know to hear news from my mother and I terribly terribly missed my parents I also as I think many of you couldn't see my loved ones as much as I wanted um, during the last one and a half years so I was just like um yeah, I, I was so kind of like shattered in my heart. And then um, on top of that, we were just about to move back to Europe. And I was so like, it put up all my fears. You know, I was so, so scared. I wouldn't see my father anymore before we moved back. It put up all this like really deep held fears from childhood. Like I'm generally, I'm not a fearful person. But I have like one of my maybe deep held felt beliefs from childhood was uh, about losing one parent or losing my parents, both of them, and that it was all brought up. And I think for many of you going through the last one and a half years, there were a lot of fears that were brought in the open. 
And the thing is with fears is like we often, you know, we don't allow ourselves to really feel those emotions, you know, like, and like there are some, like a lot of the emotions are so natural. They're just part of our life, like fear, like anger, like grief, jealousy, you know, they are just part of life. And they kind of need to be recognized in order to transform, you know, and to be set free. But of a lot, what we are doing is kind of, we are like shoving them down. We don't want to feel them, you know, like they're all, and then they all uh, accumulate inside of us. And then eventually it all breaks out like a big monster inside of us. Um, yeah. And then we, <laughs> they really start to rule us. So what I really try to do when uh, all this fear came out is that, first of all, I started to really um, monitor my mind. Now I do this most of the time now that I really monitor my thoughts because thoughts are so, so powerful. You know, you create in every second, you create your future with your thoughts. And thoughts can be altered. So every time I was like thinking, oh my God, my mother's going to call me and she's going to tell me like with bad news, like your dad didn't make it or there's some more complications, whatever. I, you know, and then your mind starts thinking, right? It starts to make up all these crazy, like worst case scenarios. And so I went back in and said to my mind, no, no, I'm not thinking that right now. And then I'm changing it. Then I'm, no, I'm imagining right now that my, ma- and my mom is going to call me. Yeah, your dad is doing b- better. You know, he's well. That I'm going to see my dad. I'm imagining really like how I'm going to go back, move back to Europe. And I'm spending time with him. My children spend time with him. So really, I was um, really, really controlling a lot my thoughts. And I anyway advise you this for always. <laughs> always watch what you're thinking this is your greatest power your greatest power is in controlling what you're thinking and altering what you're thinking and then the other thing though is you know behind those thoughts and some people work with what they call um no wait how is this called now (laughs) it's not manifestation it's like um yeah, it's kind of manifestation, but where you uh, like think a lot of positively on purpose and you kind of say, or oh, you write down, I'm going to be health, healthy, I'm going to be, um, um, if you say you lost your job, I, I, you know, the, you, you're going to write down and say, I, the world is abundant, I'm going to find a new job, I will always have enough income, da da da, etc. The thing though is, that is of course good to do but you do have to discover that always under these negative thought patterns that we are having there are some very very deep held beliefs and you have to heal them you have to heal those otherwise you can do as much positive thinking as much manifestation as you want it's like really you have to tackle the root like the um, the thoughts you know the negative thoughts are kind of like the branch you know but the root is really these deep held fears these deep held um, feelings and ideas about certain things and very often um, 
the, there, there's going to be like a lot of emotions, but at the base of most emotions, like most like anger, jealousy, envy, uh, resentment, frustration, etc., grief, at the base of this are very often fears, like really deep held fears. And they might not even be like most of the times these are not recent fears you're having and it's really helpful to discover where they're coming from because they could be coming from your childhood they could be even coming from previous generations you know they um, could be just some ideas that you took on from other people it's just you know it's really I find it really extremely helpful to Dig them up, <laughs> these deep held limiting beliefs that you're having, these deep held emotions that you're having, and then discover where are these coming from, you know, and then heal them. And the best advice I've ever gotten about healing that is to first and foremost allow them to be there. And that I recommend with all emotions to allow them to be there. So to really, as painful as it might be, to feel that fear and then recognize that very often, especially if it's some, some childhood, it's the little child inside of you that feels this. And you can go back and I even uh, do this. I imagine this image of me as a little child feeling in that moment, for instance, was being fearful that I will lose one of my parents or both of them. And I would really just hug that little child because now I'm an adult, right? I'm an adult right now. I have gone through a lot of life experience. I have spent many years with my parents. I know they are not dying tomorrow, you know. But then I can go in and hug that little child inside of me that's super fearful. And just be, you know, it's okay. And be nurturing, be loving, you know, be comforting. And then that fear can sort of uh, resolve you know it can it's allowed to move that's what emotions do naturally they move they are in motion um so yes <laughs> so yeah sit with that you know it's it's okay to sit with that grief that we all feeling right now you know and to allow it to be there also and to do some healing on that grief and also f just honor it in some way or the other, you know, without holding on to it. And yeah, so that is to sort of healing, nurturing that inner child that we all have, you know. And also that, that helps me sometimes also to see that... Um, this idea that we are all connected is very often when other people um, act up, you know, they are very angry or they're very fearful or anything like that, you know, very often that's the inner child in them, you know, that is acting out and that has never gotten any healing. So it helps me to also just find some compassion for other people. Yeah, and then I, what helps me also to just write down also sometimes, you know, journaling or whatever, um, whatever helps you in that moment to do something creative, even with those. 
um, deep health beliefs. And as I also mentioned in, uh, I think, uh, yeah, in a video I have on my Facebook that's uh, about, wait, <laughs> it's about, yeah, calming, being calm. It's about exercises to be calm in uh, crisis moments. Um, ask for help from um, the universe. You know, it's like really ask for help to be uplifted. You know, because there's always, always supportive energies around us that help us along the way to heal, that help us to find our hope again, that help us to see situations in a different light, in a different mindset, that just help us to see the bigger picture and to find that light inside of us again as well. So it's always, always, you know, helpful to ask for help from the universe. So that's it. The other thing that helped me a lot, um, especially I think that's when you're grieving um, relationships that have ended or you're grieving people, you know, if you've lost people or loved ones are ill, etc., is to know that we are a soul. And incarnated, yes, in a physical body, but primarily we are an energetic being, a soul. And souls never, ever die. Souls don't go away. Like in the moment of death, the physical body goes away. But that soul is always around and will always be around. And I can always connect to um, the people that are not here anymore physically via their soul my soul can connect to their soul and I and yes maybe it's not the same as seeing them it's certainly not the same as seeing people physically but it's um, to me at least that's a, a knowledge or um, an understanding that helps me a lot to just um yeah, see death and um, things like that in a more, maybe more in a more lighter way. Because I know we we don't go, souls don't go, you know. And what I've also did a lot when um, I couldn't see, for instance, my family members, I was really missing them. Uh, during um, the last one and a half years, we couldn't see each other because of travel restrictions, etc. I went there with. Uh, my soul, like I kind of did soul travel. Um, now I know that sounds a little bit like <laughs> science fiction y, but the thing is, you know, we have an energetic body, right? And energy can be anywhere and move anywhere around. And so, and I also did that when my father was in the hospital, actually. I because I couldn't be with him physically, I couldn't travel there. I just imagined my soul being there with him in the room. And just yeah, just being there with him. You know, and the same I did when I couldn't see my family last year. Um so travel restrictions, I just um imagined my soul being there and meeting them and the easiest way to do this is actually um, to do this at night or through dreams basically when you're sleeping because that's when the soul anyway travels and there's even in Chinese medicine we have um, a concept for that 
I say the soul of the so the different organs have different parts of souls sort of and the soul of the liver the hun um, travels at night and does its two dreams and then it's anchored back in the blood in the physical body when it sort of comes back um, and that is exactly in your dreams your soul travels all the time and so you can ask it's what I did before I went to sla- uh, sleep went to bed I kind of asked for my soul to uh, meet the soul of my family you know or people I missed or people I love and to connect to them while I'm sleeping and I know it sounds like very it's kind of (laughs) far-fetched and that's the thing you just have to believe in right that it works it's like yeah give anything but to me it was really helpful it helped me so that's, a, that's another thing you could discover or you could uh, try and see if that helps you in any way, you know, to connect to others that you can't connect to physically because of, uh, yeah, all kind of uh, restrictions, etc. So that's, I think, now I have to think about <laughs> in my original... Uh, podcast if there was more I wanted to say about hope but that's what yeah what helps me a lot and also just allowing allowing myself to sit with in that moment with the grief or whatever I'm going through and then connecting back with nature helps me a lot and doing things also like small things that are really uplifting like really just small things, you know, buying a nice bouquet of flowers or getting my favorite cake <laughs> from a bakery, something like that. And then with small, small steps, you know, finding back the trust in the universe. So I leave you with two questions and please comment um, in the comment section also any questions you're having experience you had what helped you um, going through difficult times how did you get back in uh, to hope because I think it's always so we are all so full of wisdom and it's great if you're sharing it it can help each other like that so I'm going to leave you with two questions the first question is what um, if you look back at the time period 2012 and 2020 what were the big topics for you what have um, what have you brought to a closing sort of energetically or what have you discovered works for you has worked for you in the past and didn't work for you and what might be the topics that you're gonna work on now starting having started in 2020 one that might be the big life themes that uh, invite you for yeah for deeper exploration or for change etc and the other question is uh, what helps you to get back to hope to get back to trust in yourself in the universe in the future (laughs) in the beautiful bright future yes so um please share and comment and it was uh, lovely (laughs) virtually connecting with you all and thanks for listening bye 
If you would like to learn more, check out my services, my blog, and other podcast episodes on my website, tauwisdom.info. Thanks for listening.